brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. We begin once again with an email from one of our dear listeners. You can email me anytime you like, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Good morning, Dave, Matt and Emma. Off the back of Matt's Dr. Leg story, which is a great start to any correspondence, <laughs> I excitedly shared the news of his return to Albert Square at work, where the conversation quickly turned to the nation's favourite doctor, oh. i.e. not a real doctor. Doctor Who, Doctor Carl Kennedy, Doctor Hillary, or the great man himself, the aforementioned Doctor Leg. Ah, uh, right. Um, after ceaseless debate, we were unable to settle. After a few of my own suggestions, including one-time gorillagram Doctor Clive Gibbons, <laughs> see neighbours colon the Udagawa years. Oh wow! I no yeah, idea what that Udagawas. means. Udagawas. Yeah, I think they took over Lassiter's at one point. The Udagawas. Think or no? No, I'm not 100 percent sure. Not 100 percent sure. I wonder if the team could possibly opine. Ooh, and that's thanks. Nice. From Nick Bruzen. Oh, Nick Bruzen. Thank you, yeah, Nick. I love Nick. Uh, well, Doctor Who's very exciting. I like that Jodie Whittaker's the new Doctor. Yes, um, yeah. Ask yourself, why, why are you annoyed that the new Doctor Who is a woman? Don't ask yourself that question. Ask yourself, why are you annoyed that the new Doctor is a woman? Yeah. Why? Sort it doesn't matter. Out. Do you know what? It will probably be fine. Yeah, it's yeah. probably going to be okay. Yeah, it is, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but I like Doctor Who. I'm going to go with Doctor Who out of that list. Uh, yeah, oh, so it's it's not real Doctors that are on the telly. It's fake no. Doctors. Because I, I do like Dr Chris off this morning. Yeah, He's that's what good. I was going to yeah, say. Like, Dr he, Chris. He, he once checked I love my, him. He checked my liver on this morning once. What? <laughs> lovely guy. <laughs> lovely bloke. Lovely bloke. Matt did throw it up to the studio window in a bag. <laughs> I like Dr Christian, the one from the Embarrassing Bodies. Oh, he's, he's great. I did I a celebrity saw... juice of him once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, what was he like? Was he nice? He was lovely. Yeah. He's an adult. He apparently has Adonis syndrome, <laughs> which is where you can't stop working out. Oh. Uh, that's a, that sounds like a chat-up line to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was hitting syndrome. on me. Or <laughs> he checked my liver as well. I saw him on the tube just last week, you know. Um, and he was walking out of the tube mm. and he had a wet shirt all over the, the chest of his shirt was wet. It looked like he'd spilt his coffee on the tube and just thought, I'm just going to carry on, try and start Given the conditions, out. I'd say it's probably sweat. No, because yeah. it was just one long patch of sweat right in the middle of his chest. Right. Unless he sweats in that only that part of his body. Maybe he's been doing sit-ups, furiously doing <laughs> sit-ups on the tube. Just like, come on, come on, Dr Christian. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've got, uh, who, who's your favourite, Emma? Um, I fancy Dr Chris from the this morning, but he is a real doctor. He, he is a real doctor, actually. Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah, if they true. found that out after all those years. <laughs> yeah. He's done he what? Is, oh, uh, no. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So we're answering an email from Nick Bruzen. Uh, you can get in touch anytime you like. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk uh, about who is your favourite fictional doctor. Have we gone full partridge? No, we're OK. <laughs> um, <laughs> doctor Who, Dr Carl Kennedy, Dr Hillary, they were some of the aforementioned. Yeah, yeah. Dr Leg. We've done a little bit of research. Spencer and Kent was the first to get in touch. Dr Spock. Come oh, on, guys. Of course, of course. It's all his text yeah. says. And then, well, we move into ter- Quincy. Do you remember oh, Quincy? Yes. Quincy was when I had to go to bed as a kid. When Quincy oh, came right, on, yeah. I'd get to watch Dallas, and then Quincy would come on, and I'd have oh, to go yeah. to bed. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, Doogie Howser MD was oh, one you brought up, Matt. Oh, yeah, really great show, that as well. Neil Patrick Harris. I really wanted a computer based on that diary entry you used to do at the end of every episode. Uh, do you remember yes, the diary entry? Yeah, 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 it was great, wasn't it? But what I've realised is, at the end of the day, <laughs> we're all family. <laughs> yeah. uh, Neil Patrick Harris and his son were pictured at a football game, both wearing Man City shirts, because obviously he's so famous, yeah. uh, because of How I Met Your Mother, which is a very good comedy. Yeah. Uh, the camera panned to him, at which point uh, they 
they shouted, come on, Manchester United. Oh. Got the name of the team wrong. Nice. George Clooney in ER. Of course, what a classic doctor that was. Uh, and Fraser, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. And Doc Brown from Back to the Future. I think he Doc might Brown. be my best best fictional doctor. I'm going to agree with you, I as always. I don't see any, how anyone can get better than Doc Brown. OK, so Nick Bruzen, we have a conclusion. It is Doc Brown. He's the greatest fictional doctor of all time. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. We began the show by responding to a listener's email about our favourite fictional doctors, and we've opened a whole can of Trekkie aggravation. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> with a deliberate mistake. To just, to Let's go with that. Attention. We meant this. Um, of course, uh, well, I will say sigh from Epsom, but everyone who got in touch. A lot of people, yes, of yeah. course we know it's Mr Spock yeah. and that Bones is the doctor. Yes. And when I called him Dr Spock, it was just to check you were up and awake yes. and paying attention. Well spotted. Heavens Trekkies. above, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, Dr Alban. <laughs> from Rigsby. Yeah, um, of course. Great well, doctor. Do, shall I play a little bit of that? <laughs> I think you well, might have it, to, it is yeah. my life. Stop telling me, stop seeing me. It's my life. It's my life. Yeah, presuming he wasn't a real doctor. That's the problem. <laughs> don't think he was medically trained. I, I would. That would be the dream, wouldn't it? Doctor. Doctor by day, <laughs> DJ, producer by night. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would <laughs> be There's a series in that. Um, that's from Rigsby. Morning, chaps. Best doc ever, Doctor Strangelove. Uh, that's oh, a great yeah. show. And that's from Rob, who is um, wood carving in Suffolk, oh. uh, which sounds like a lovely way of starting your oh, day. I know. What a start to a Monday, just out there in his, probably in his shed or, his, uh, or some sort of work workplace and just carving wood. Much more rewarding than coming in, sitting in an air-conditioned room, annoying Trekkies. <laughs> Little Jason has said um, he's gone for Dr. Gregory House, Hugh Laurie's house, which I've never seen. Emma, have you? Do you watch House? No, but that is a classic fictional doctor. That is is a classic fictional doctor. We were wrong to leave him off the list. And we have an update, I believe, from the original emailer. Yeah, Nick, who asked for us in the first place to talk about fictional doctors, says he can confirm that it was the Udigawas that took over Lassiter's (laughs) in Neighbours. They took over from the Daniels Corporation, of course. Did Helen Daniels have her own court? <laughs> he says he's not sure if that also included Helen Daniels' home James oh. chauffeur service. <laughs> I think shortly after that, Helen Daniels went off to the Bungle Bungles to retire, I think, didn't she? Right. <laughs> Confirm that, please, Nick. I have no idea. So there we go, Nick asking all the questions and answering them as well. That's brilliant. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. But right now, we've gone down the fictional Dr. Wormhole and there's no coming back. This is thanks to listener Nick, who got in touch, asking us that simple question, who is your favourite fictional doctor? And as I said, we've been remiss. Thank you for schooling us on this, Mm. because let's just start with the fact that none of us thought to say Dr. Indiana Jones. Oh, no. We didn't say Dr. Jones. Of course. Sorry about that. Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) Now, I know you like this one, Matt. Yeah, that's uh, Dr. Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog, the the end-of-level baddie on Sonic. Amazing. Uh, Dr. Pepper, that's from Steve (laughs) in Hal's Owen, who's not slept (laughs) all weekend. Um, What about Dr. Nick from The Simpsons, Dave and the guys? Hands down, the best doc from Chad. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. And Hibbert, of course, from The Simpsons, Dr. Hibbert. Of course, double doctors in The Mm. Simpsons. I think you're forgetting a murder-solving slash life-saving Dr. Mark Sloan. Dick Van Dyke's finest role, and that's from Luke, who's of course referencing Diagnosis, Diagnosis Murder, murder uh, yes, a favourite of, of my my nan's. Um, 
Dick Van Dyke, of course, his genuinely his finest role was possibly that of Bert in Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. What which, an accent. Which, I mean, as, as someone who, uh, as a South Londoner, uh, yeah. we found it very offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it was extremely yeah. offensive to, yeah. to my people. That um, film's still banned in parts of South London. You can't, yeah. you can't go to any, yeah. any... If you talk to a Cockney about that, they will just shed a single tear. <laughs> yeah, they will. Um, hello, Mary Poppins, <laughs> Gorman, I mean. <laughs> um, so we've, there's a new offensive. Mary Poppins movie coming that, that Emily Blunt is playing. Yes. Well, I've just been looking into it to see who will be playing Bert. Who's going to offend there, us next? There is no character called Bert, so there's no chimney sweep called Bert. I don't know what's happened to this storyline, but the closest they've got to Bert is a hard-working lamplighter called Jack, who will be played by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So whether he's going to try this awful Cockney accent remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Um, although Emily Blunt, I think, is a nice piece I of casting. I think that's, yeah, very that's good casting. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Uh, so there we go. We have discussed fictional doctors within an inch of our lives. We thank you, as always, for your input. You can get in touch about anything you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio is ten years old. Ten years old. Ten years old. Yes, we are. In fact, we're 10 years old in September and we thought we'd have a little birthday party. And coming up just after eight, so in just over an hour's time, I'm going to be revealing the artists that we have lined up to perform at our birthday party. Not like the very scary clown who performed at mine. Um, although 10 <laughs> was a great year. Oh, yeah, it was. 10 was, a yeah. 10 was when I got my first ever bike. Oh, wow. Yeah, and a good friend of mine, Jodie, she is, she's a month older than me and I went to her house. I couldn't ride a bike when I was yeah. nine and I went to a house and she got given a bike for her birthday and her and all of her friends could ride bikes yeah. this is one of those harrowing childhood memories for me <laughs> yeah, right, and yeah. we were in a garden in Sidcup right, oh, right okay. uh, and I was just stood in the middle of the garden whilst Jodie and all her friends circled around me on their bikes it was like Lord of the Flies <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah. I was stood there just like so I was convinced I, I said to myself right David you're going to go home and you're going to learn to ride a bike yeah, yeah. so I went home and learnt to ride a bike that my off. dad borrowed from a girl who lived on our road. So it was a girl's bike, wow. which is fine. Yeah. Up and down in the conservatory. Yeah. So you can't really learn to ride a bike in something that's only like eight feet that's long. not much room, is it? No, and that's, it was feet back in those days. Yeah. Um, so I, but I learnt to ride, and then on my 10th birthday, there it was, oh. black and red, BMX. Oh, yeah. oh, BMXs were so good back then. Oh, they? it was so cool. They were everything. And then I... Did you have trick nuts? Yes, thank you. No, his <laughs> jeans are a bit tight. Um, I took her out for a maiden voyage. That's oh, yeah. right, to her. Yeah. And um, I was listening to my Walkman, and I had Madonna oh. like a virgin. Uh. <laughs> Touch for the very first time, wow. and just with Madonna's tunes blaring in my ears, I was going faster and faster. And I went over the handlebars. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, that was happy birthday wow. to me. Anyway, hopefully, no one will be going over any handlebars when Absolute Radio turns ten. I'll be revealing the lineup for our birthday bash as a same just over an hour's time. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. This week, with the one and only Sarah Champion, you could win Sky Q free for a year and a UHD TV. This is all thanks to our dear friends at Sky Cinema. They've got thousands of amazing movies ready whenever you are. They've got Thor Ragnarok, which is a brilliant, one of my favourite movies in the Marvel Universe. Uh, and this is me talking about one of its stars, Chris Hemsworth, with another Jeff Goldblum. 
Chris Hemsworth, I've had the pleasure of meeting before. Very what a lovely. Guy. I love, you know, I worked with Liam too. The whole yeah. family is so wonderful. They're, they're a very super handsome family as well, aren't very they? Very handsome. Intimidatingly handsome family. Oh, you, you shudder, you quake in I, their presence. I don't like being near them. I know. I was once at a urinal. You've talking and I about had, them. I'm, I'm yeah, sort of... Yeah, I, I had, I had um, Chris Hemsworth one side of me and I had Jason Bourne the other side My of me. God, I had God, stage God. fright, Jeff. Of course you did. Why wouldn't you? I, I, I couldn't tinkle next to Thor. Tinkle? Yeah. What, you know, have a pee-pee next to Oh, the yeah, no, no, you couldn't, but, no. you, did, but you did anyway. I, I did it. I, I it's uncontrollable. It you can't control it. <laughs> Everything starts to evacuate. I know. Oh, you get around them. Oh. Just lost can, all control. Oh, everything opens up. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I might have overshared a little bit on this. I've gone from listening to Madonna Like a Virgin on my Walkman to not being able to wee-wee. Uh, right, that's available along with lots of others, as I say, on Sky Cinema, and you can win big with Sarah champion the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio matt dropped a massive bombshell a revelation on the show uh, that he has had his liver checked live on this morning by dr chris that's right yeah yeah tell us more about that hallowed day uh well it was a very special day i just went in to get my liver checked with a few other volunteers and they, uh, their graphic comes up on screen while i was on this morning chatting yeah. away to dr chris and it said matt dyson age 30 drinking habits binge drinks at weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I didn't think I was a problem drinker, as Dr no. Chris confirmed, and my liver was OK, but he did recommend taking a month off to just completely let it heal. That's a good advice. Uh, and, and obviously binge drinking heavily at weekends isn't isn't the ideal thing to do. You no. should, it's better to spread it binge out. Binge every day. Spread it out. <laughs> no, no. Binge what? A little, just a little every day and spread it out. Don't. Know? Don't, so don't binge every day. Yeah, don't binge every day, yeah. Well, even if you finish work at half past ten in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, what, that's the got one that. takeaway bit of advice I got from Dr um, Well, Emma said that that was like a massive claim to fame, which is, you're so right, which is what we want to discuss now on the show. Um, 8, 12, 15 on the text or tweet me at Absolute Radio. We'd love to know about your claims to fame. doesn't matter how small or how obscure. In fact, we'd probably prefer that. But do let us know. 8, 12, 15, as I say, or tweet me at Absolute Radio. Of course, Emma, we, we won't... Don't dive too far into the minutiae of it all, but you were on Come Dine with me. I was, And yes. this was before I knew you, and this is so exciting. You know, I went to that Ahendu at the weekend. Yeah. First thing that someone said to me when I got there was, you were on Come Dine with me, I've just watched it. I, I can't escape. Is it repeated <laughs> a lot? It's, always, it's on. always on. I honestly should have been on a programme that wasn't constantly on repeat. What did you, what did you, uh, what did you get in? Did you win? Did you, I came, I, I'm sorry, third. I don't know this. I came third out of five. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, it was, oh. yeah. You don't strike me as the kind of person who would take that new very well. No, no, not at all. I was, Went they, on a rampage around the house. Yeah, when they did the interview afterwards, like, are you glad about the person that's won? And everyone's like, I'm so happy for him. I was just like, I'm fuming. <laughs> I love the honesty and I can't wait to see it. Uh, my small claim to fame, of course, was that, well, I say small, my massive claim to fame is that I had a line in EastEnders. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. <clears throat> is everyone ready for this? You were in, you were in If you're driving, somewhere. pull over, yeah. So, uh, Sonia's in hospital bed. Oh, wow, yeah. She's just given birth to a baby. Okay. And she's like, I'm alone, I'm Sonia, what am I going to do? Yeah. And then in the hospital bed next to her is my, my partner, and she's just given birth. Right. And I go over and I go, <clears throat> hang on, sorry, I've just got to get, in my, get into character. La la la! One, two, two, la! <clears throat> Hello, babe. Mum tends her love. Oh, wow, that was the line. But this is the claim to fame bit. That's not the claim to fame bit. The claim to fame bit is that as soon as I delivered that line, they did the drum beats. No. Yes. 
Yes. How was that a cliffhanger? Like, what? Yeah. What? Oh, oh, well, I can't wait to find out what mum, what else the mum said. <laughs> what was, I don't understand what no, the cliffhanger was. No, it was about Sonia being alone. Right. That was right, a cliffhanger. How's that a cliffhanger? Is that all you've got to say to my claim to fame? It's impressive. It's impressive. Morning, Dave, Matt and Emma. My claim to fame? My left elbow appeared in the enemy with Pete Doherty out of the Libertines. Oh, wow. And that's from part-time Dave, not, he points out, not on the school run. No. Dave's in Guildford. Thank you very much indeed. And joining us right now on line one, we have Greg the Welder. Good morning, Greg. How are you, Dave? You all right? Very good. Thanks for asking, my friend. What are you welding today? Anything exciting? Uh, no, just some duck trams. Very boring. Greg, what is your claim to fame? My granddad's half-brother was married to Silla Black's husband's auntie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> the whole chain are uh, no longer with us now, though, so it's finally oh. gone. But Well, that's sad, but what, what a lovely thing. I had the, I had the great <laughs> pleasure of meeting Silla Black a couple of years ago, and she was an absolute charm. She really was oh, lovely. lovely. <laughs> um, although, ironically, meeting Silla Black's one thing, but I'd much rather my granddad's half-brother was married to Silla Black's husband's auntie. That would just be perfect. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got married in uh, 2015, and I made my wife memorise it so she knows <laughs> Greg, a real pleasure having you on the show. Uh, give it up for Greg the Welder, everybody. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Uh, at the moment, we are discussing, with your help, your claim to fame. The more obscure, the better. Thank you so much for sending them in. Let's get the ball rolling with Karen, shall we? Who says, my dad found a hamster in a dustbin. It was alive. The first thing I did was write to the Really Wild show. Oh. They read out my story oh, on air. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, morning, Dave and the team. My claim to fame. Do you remember uh, Fun House with Pat Sharp and the twins? Uh, yes. Of course we all do. Hello. Well, <laughs> the twins, <laughs> Melanie and Martina, oh, yeah. were neighbours of my grandparents and I used to go out to play with them when we were kids. Have a fab day, Vicks. That's nice. That's nice. Going round in little go-karts. Yeah. Brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> OK, listen to this from Jamie. I beat Shadow from Gladiators on Street Fighter in a Virgin Megastore when it was released on the SNES in the mid-1990s. Oh, wow. <laughs> they don't get much better than that. <laughs> That's got everything, that text from Jamie. Uh, Mike in Swansea says he once sold a jazz CD, I think it was Miles Davis, to James Dean Bradfield oh. of the Mannix while working for a now-defunct High Street Music retailer. <laughs> My money's on our price. <laughs> I agree. So that means we've had two... We've got Virgin Megastore store at our price yes. in the same talky bit. Two different Incredible. high street music retailers. Stevie the Spark, I once stood beside Moira Stewart at a pedestrian crossing in fancy old London town. <laughs> wow. uh, they were your obscure claims to fame. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, I'd like to talk about um, the immense power that comes with hosting this prestigious breakfast show. Um, last week I was saying I don't think enough of us are watching American Pickers. That led to you watching it, Matt. Yes, and enjoying it. And enjoying it. Um, producer Dave watched it at the weekend. I did. You enjoyed it? Yes. What did we learn? Uh, Von Dutch is a mechanic. There we, we go. Died in 2006. There we go. It's <laughs> yeah. educational. Lots of good little history bits. That was we? the textual yeah. exchange we had. You <laughs> learned something and wow. he replied, touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... If we have the power to get people watching American Pickers, I had so many tweets about this, I'd like to focus, uh, not on American Pickers, which is daytime TV fodder and it's great, but I'd like to focus on genuinely one of the greatest television programmes ever made and a television programme that cannot be viewed anywhere. And it's a travesty that that is the case. Theorising that one could time travel within his own lifetime 
Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. He woke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. Even reading this aloud, I'm getting goosebumps. Lovely, isn't it? His only guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. And so Dr Beckett finds himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong and hoping each time that the next leap will be the leap home. And that's not on TV, that's not on Netflix, that's not on Sky, that's not on any of them. Unless you own it on DVD or Blu-ray. They are available on DVD and Blu-ray. I've got all the And this Blu-rays. is a lovely glockenspiel version of the yeah. theme tune. What, what's that, Matt? Did I get multiple theme tunes? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, wow, yeah. Would you like to hear the rock and roll version? Oh, yes, please. Here we go. <laughs> You can't oh, watch Quantum yeah. Leap anywhere. Like no. this is this is the thing about um, American Pickers is that you just have the you know series records it links. You've always got an episode. I always want to be within touching distance of certain television programs. One is The Simpsons. I always like to have a few episodes yeah. of The Simpsons just randomly recorded. Yeah, that's easily done. It's like a it's like a kind of comfort blanket like yeah. you have when you're a kid. Yeah, for me. yeah. And Quantum Leap is definitely in it that wheelhouse. Should be on a channel at all times. I just can't believe we're still talking about Quantum Leap. Well, hey, look. <laughs> This is. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. To, I think I'm gonna paraphrase you. I'm gonna bang on about Quantum Leap <laughs> quite a lot because I think that, as I say, it's a travesty. It's not on television. Yeah, yeah. That, that something has to change. There are so many leapers out there calling for it. Surely we can make it happen. All the quantum heads in the house. I was once uh, in the smaller studio next door where you sit, Emma, and I was there with producer Claire. This was about six months ago, and I was telling producer Claire about the last episode of Quantum Leap, one that she had missed, and. It's true, and this is genuinely true. I welled up when I recounted the story. <laughs> it's it's true. I, I just love it, and I can't believe it. And you're right, we are leapers, aren't we? Yeah, fellow we are, leapers. Yeah. This is a safe space for all you leapers. If you want to get in touch about quantum, that's what I call it. <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen on the. T- the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio is ten years old. Ten years old. Ten years old. Yes, it is. Good morning, everybody. And in September. We are going to be 10, and what better way to honour a decade of Absolute Radio than by throwing a huge party. And we are inviting some of our best musician mates along, and of course, you guys. We've lined up a very special night of live music at the O2 Shepherds Bush Empire in London on Tuesday the 25th of September. Tickets will go on sale this Friday morning for a stupidly reasonable price of just £13.50. You can get them at Absolute Radio uk slash tickets. And first up, well, we have secured the services of a band who have been at the top of their game for over 25 years. They've released 13 studio albums, selling over 10 million copies worldwide along the way and have enjoyed a massive 34 top 40 singles. Their latest album, Resistance is Futile, is a firm favourite of ours here at Absolute Radio with some huge tracks including International Blue and Hold Me Like a Heaven. Headlining Absolute Radio's 10th birthday celebration, a band worthy of topping any bill, it's the Manic Street Preachers.
soundtracking the last three decades of rock and roll with era-defining tracks like A Design for Life, Motorcycle Emptiness Australia, and of course, as you know, many, many more. James, Nicky and Sean will be topping our birthday bill and of course they'll be doing it in style. And up next, we'll find out who else is joining them. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I have just revealed, and you just heard them, that the Manic Street Preachers will be headlining the O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire on Tuesday the 25th of September. Matt, what do you think about that? Oh, it's very good. You can rely on them. Welsh rock royalty. Yes, you can. But the big question is, who else will be joining them for this very special one-off gig? Well... This man has had quite the year. He recently celebrated his second LP going straight to the top of the UK album charts, just as his debut did. He's arguably the nicest person in the music industry, bringing his feel-good rock and roll to West London. It is friend of the show. I mean, he absolutely nailed the Stephen King bedtime story. It is the one and only Mr George Ezra. So wildly lovable. His latest single, Shotgun, has pretty much been the song of the summer for us here at Absolute Radio. And bearing in mind that George is going to be headlining Wembley Arena in November, he is quite an addition to our birthday lineup. Don't forget, tickets go on sale this coming Friday. That's the 3rd of August from absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. They are priced at just £13.50. That's right, £13.50. But we're not done yet. We have one more act to announce for Absolute Radio's 10th birthday show, and it's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Now, tickets go on sale this coming Friday for a criminally reasonable price of £13.50. Now, the marketing department, and I can't stress this enough, they wanted to charge you guys out there a lot more. And I said, hey, marketing department, let's all sit down and take a breath, OK? We're 10 years old. Why don't we make the tickets a tenner? And they said, but what about the booking fee? And I said, OK, <laughs> yes. let's make it £13.50. £13.50. Admittedly, yeah. it's not as snappy as 10, no. 10th birthday, <clears throat> £10 for a ticket. Yeah. But it's still £13.50. That's the nature of modern booking fees. There's nothing you can do. If only it was our 13th and a half birthday, it would have worked so well. <laughs> no, but then it? it would have been £17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have secured for £13.50 the Manic Street Preachers and George Ezra. They're going to be performing at this one-off gig, but there is still one more band to announce, and this lot have taken the music scene by storm over the last couple of years. With two top five albums already under their belt, it's Seems they can do no wrong. They're heading out on a huge UK tour in December, but not before joining us this September for what is going to be the gig of the year. Tom, Joe, Miles, Josh and Charlie. It is Stockport's finest. It's Blossoms. Yeah, 
Yes, the most famous thing to come out of Stockport since David Dickinson. Uh, we have invited David as well, you'll be pleased oh, to know. Great. Blossoms complete the bill for Absolute Radio's 10th birthday show here in London. They will be joining the Manic Street Preachers and George Ezra. Like I say, tickets go on sale this coming Friday morning. That is the 3rd of August if you want to put it in your diaries. You can get them from absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets for just £13.50. For full details of the event, head to the pages of Absolute Radio on Facebook, Twitter and Insta. What a night it's going to be. Looking forward to seeing you there. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio's 10th birthday has got quite the lineup. Just announced Manic Street Preachers, George Ezra and Blossoms. They're going to be performing at O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire here in London on Tuesday the 25th September. That holds about 2,000 people. It is one of my favourite venues on planet Earth. I've seen many great bands in there and the Manics, George Ezra and Blossoms is just going to add to that list. Um, so we're talking about us being 10 in September. And Matt, you've come up with a big statement, which is your 10th birthday, your 10th year on planet Earth was the best year you've ever yeah, had. Yeah, and yeah, since then, it's just been downhill. Yeah, yeah. Which would be lovely for your family to hear that now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. In some ways, in many ways, it was a great year. Uh, 1987 was my 10th year on this earth. That FA Cup final, Spurs, Coventry, Keith Hatchins diving header, is amazing. Wow. The best FA Cup final ever. Ten, ten years before I was born, so I can't remember. Not not along with this. Late twenties. Yeah, I try and remember back to those times. Also, it was the peak of my footballing career because I was quite good at primary school. Yeah. When I went to big school. Oh yeah. I thought like, oh, forget about it. Everyone was too big and much better than me. Uh, but in the primary school, I scored the winning goal in the semi-finals to take Hayden Road Primary School through <sighs> to the TSB Nottingham Six Aside finals that took place on the hallowed turf of the City Ground. Well, everyone remembers that. I don't remember the FA Cup <laughs> final, but. My, my, my father told me about your Best heroics in that game. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Where Wicks want to transform your garden with a £10,000 Wicks fix. You've been nominating family members, friends, and you've been putting yourselves forward as well online over the last few weeks to win this incredible prize. And it's time to meet our first finalist. Let's all say good morning to Jill in Glasgow. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. It's lovely having you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, Thanks. Why would you like a £10,000 Wix fix? Well, our garden, we've always wanted to go to Japan and we're saving to take our wee girl. But um, we thought we would do the garden up Japanese style to kind of spur us on in between. Mm-hmm. But um, we've discovered our roof needed doing it, like practically oh. caved in. So the but so the money had to go to that. So we've scrapped the garden. But my husband had already started ripping it all out as he does, and uh, now we're in a kind of wasteland every day. It's horrific. Oh. It's Coming really back bad. to a wasteland every it's, day. It's, oh. it's apocalyptic out there. It's horrific. <laughs> Well, it sounds so. Basically, other stuff's getting in the way, Jill. Yeah, life's getting in the way. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, in order to be with a chance of winning the ten thousand pounds Wix fix, you need to perform an ode to the garden. This can be a poem or a song. It's a performance that we need to wow us, give us chills, really get us on board with you. Um, what kind of thing have you gone for, Jill? Okay, I've went for a, a song. Oh. Yes, I know. Just a little. Just a little, a little soup song of what I'm capable of. <laughs> <laughs> a wee ditty, courtesy of Jill in Glasgow. Um, shall I take out the backing music here? Would that be uh, less distracting for you? Yes, yes, please. Okay, let's let's take that out. Um, well, good luck, Jill, and uh, take it away. We can't wait. Okay, okay, one, two, three. Your producer told me not to be too long, so we've written you a little quick song about my garden. 
doop, doobie-doo. It's Scotty and it's Marty and it fills me with dread. It's the horticultural version of The Walking Dead. <laughs> what we wanted was a Japanese idol. What we've got is more of the bargain Bennett. Little it's done. Wow. We place for our daughter to play around, but our garden's just a dandelion breeding ground. It's our garden. A roof needed fixing and quick as a flasher. Money went faster than you seen stashing a gun. <laughs> we want to fill it with cherry blossom. Dave, if you could help us, it would be awesome in a garden. If we don't win, don't worry, don't stress out, bud. We'll just fling on kimonos and play in the mud in a garden. Oh, chill! It's a lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> a little sort of what we can do. Are you Lennon and McCartney? Listen, I am available to go on before Manic Street Preachers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yes. Speak to my people. Yeah. We will, we will, it gives me great pleasure to say, added to the lineup, for Absolutely's 10th oh, birthday, totally. Jill in Glasgow, uh, with her classic number one hit single, It's My Garden. That's <laughs> amazing. Spades, some dungarees on. Jill, what an absolute pleasure having you on the show. You have Thank set you. the bar so high. I know. Who can follow that? Um, we'll be talking to you again on Friday when we'll be deciding who has won our £10,000 Wix Fix. But now I think another round of applause for the oh, ever charming and talented Jill in Glasgow. Thank you so much, Jill. We'll talk to you again on Friday. And that was all thanks to Wix, who have everything you need to do your garden right, including great brands like Flymo and Cuprano and loads more. Um, we are going to be hearing another Ode to the Garden tomorrow. Uh, if you've nominated someone, you could be on the show this very week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's time for the most talked about non-redemptive snack-based story arc in radio history. <laughs> There's nothing going to redeem us with these, I tell you that much. Non-redemptive. Um, so this started, um, I think it was seven years ago now, uh, when we spoke, <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, we spoke to Andrea. Um, we were talking about the unusual ways in which you feed yourself. Um, <laughs> what you do that's a little bit quirky. Culinary yeah. quirks, I think is what it was yes. called. Um, and that's when we did speak to Andrea, and uh, she dropped this revelation on our faces. So I am going a bag of quavers and then I leave them on the side for at least a week till they go sort of chewy oh. and then I'll eat them. Mm. Oh, Suddenly I seem so normal. <laughs> wow. Do you have to pre-plan this? Like if what I'm saying, if you've got like movie night on Friday and you want yeah. to have some quavers, do you buy them on Monday, open them and leave them there until you know you're going to be watching a film? Yeah, kind of. And I, I tend to open a few at a time and just leave them sort Around of... Around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I think you likened them to a cheesy potpourri, man. <laughs> yeah, little bowls around the house. Lovely. Um, so, as we say, this snack-based arc has been running for a while because um, we did what Andrea said and we opened some quavers and we put them in the cupboard there uh, where Emma has a thermostat set to 30, 35 degrees <laughs> on a daily basis. So they've really been kicking up a stink. We tried them last week and they were pretty much the same. Yeah, we went too early, I think. Uh, they were quite crispy still. So it's now been over two weeks of them sitting <laughs> in the second warm 
studio, the one next door to us here. And, uh, well, Emma, have you got one in there? I've they got a bag here, They yeah. look OK, don't they? I mean, there's no signs of any mould or anything, Dave. I've got one here, thank you, mate. Oh, great. I good, already good. took one the, out uh, of preparation. I, mean, I don't know what sort of preservatives are in Quavers, but they're working pretty well. OK. Um, so, and it smells quite normal as well, I must admit. Go on, Matt. Oh, oh well, yeah. It doesn't sound good. Mm. It's definitely a bit of extra chew. What have you got there? Chew, extra chew. Oh, there's mm. extra chew. You know, when you have... Um, Prawn crackers the morning after you've had a Chinese. It's that kind of yeah. feeling. Oh my goodness. Well, they've gone extra cheesy as well, haven't they? They, seem to have they haven't lost any cheese, have they? Mm. No, I think they've gained cheese. Mm. How have they, they have gained, gained cheese? cheese. <laughs> they've taken on a sort of parmesan y flavour. Okay, so wow. that's that done now. We can leave the quavers alone. Oh, I like them. This Do is you? a good way this is a good way to eat quavers. So there we go. Um, Matt's enjoying them. Andrea says if you want to have a little quirky alternative to having crisps, open them, leave them around the house in separate little bowls, and surprise yourself with a little treat. Air those quavers, people. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Coming up next, we are going to be smashing together two different worlds. And this morning, we are focused on music and gardens. And this is just as a tribute to Jill from Glasgow, who has wowed us with her Wix Fix entry, gulling to win that £10,000 garden makeover. We will have another finalist on the show tomorrow before picking the winner on Friday morning. Um, we've got we've printed out uh, Jill's lyrics, and I know you're keen to go through some oh, of these, Matt. Excellent. It's a work it's of genius. It's a piece of work. When she rhymed uh, the feeling of dread with horticultural version of The Walking Dead. Oh. And and then she did, uh, she went and dropped Japanese idol uh, with The Bargain Bin at Lidl. Amazing work. As I said at the time, I think she's like uh, Lennon and McCartney rolled into one and Scottish. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, incredible really work, is. Jill. It's going to be a tough act to follow, that's for sure. Debt Kings of Leon from oh, Denim Barking. Yeah. Billy Hose Piper. <laughs> Super Grass Needs Mowing. <laughs> wow. Robert Potted Plant from Daz in Thornaby. Hi, Dave. How about No Shrubs by TLC? That's good. That's good. Cheers That's from Davy Boy in Halifax. You got anything, Matt? Uh, hard five frontman Richard Karcher. The, uh, wow! <laughs> you mean uh, the famous jet washer? Yeah, the jet, famous jet washer and hard five frontman combined. <laughs> to power lead singer Carol Everlast Composite Decker. And the, the classic New Year's Eve ditty, Cuprinol Lang Syne. Wow! Which, of course, has 50% dis- discount at all Wix stores at the moment if you like your wood stain quick drying. That's amazing. Emma? I got a uh, patio Benatar. Oh, oh yes. good. Biffy Flymo and oh, nice. Badly Lawn Boy. <laughs> wow, most of these things are available at Wix. This is very impressive. <laughs> it's not a prerequisite that you have to have them at Wix, just so you know. Dinah Moss. Of course. The Future Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Ron Seal Wood from the Rolling Rockery Stones. Ooh. From Jackie. Good morning, Jackie. And uh, finally, from my little batch here, the artist formerly known as Fence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Which just snuck through to broadcast <laughs> level. Uh, some from Twitter. Um, uh, Oliver King has gone for watering can yay west. Uh, Stuart <laughs> Watson, is this the way to Amaryllis? And uh, Ben Longland has weighed in with my lawn class from hearsay. Wow, my <laughs> lawn class. My lawn is class, <laughs> mate. Let's, <laughs> let's leave it there, shall we? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. My dear friend Matt Dyson has spent the majority of the morning photographing Elton John's <laughs> shoes. Explain all. Well, they're quite fantastical, his trainers he's got, um, with a, a little E on one foot and a J on the other in a big circular piece of uh, silver sort of metallic leather. 
I mean, it's horrendous. I've just put a video of them on my Instagram. <laughs> I've just realised those trainers was also, would also work for me. Re- oh, oh yes, yeah. they would. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Alan John have got that in common. Yeah, would you wear trainers of that style? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. They're so some. impossibly so Elton John, aren't they? Absolute Radio is ten years old. Ten years old. Ten years old. Yes, this September, Absolute Radio is ten. We're 10 years old. Aren't we adorable? Uh, We are honouring a decade of this fine station by putting on a huge show and we're inviting some of our best musician mates along uh, to do a little ditty for us all. Of course, we want you to be there too. We've lined up a very special night of live music at one of my favourite venues, the O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire, right here in London on Tuesday, the 25th of September. And as I had the great honour of announcing just after 8 o'clock this morning, we have lined up the Manic Street Preachers. George Ezra and Blossoms. Tickets will go on sale this Friday morning and they will cost £13.50. Get them from absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets and for full details of the event, head to Absolute Radio's pages on Facebook, Twitter and Insta. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it from the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, we leave you with the one we nearly didn't have time for. Uh, and this morning we've selected one of your claim to fame stories that we didn't get around to doing a little earlier in yes, the show. It came in on Twitter from someone calling themselves Andy at Cheese and Beans. Cheese and Beans. Uh, who says... I once made Stephen Mulhern's Philip Tower Burger when I worked in Quinton KFC in the West Midlands. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Thank you, Cheese and Beans. I'm glad we did manage to squeeze that one in at the end. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.